0: Hey, students, this is David, your youth pastor, and very excited to launch officially our Rise Youth Ministry podcast uh, today. And to help me do that um, is a really amazing student leader, one of our seniors in student leader leadership, and uh, just an awesome guy. You know him. Uh, his name is Chandler Partel.
1: Uh Well, I appreciate David having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to help start this youth podcast, which has been one of my favorite hobbies to do for myself yeah, I'm just honored to be on it.
0: Well, it's very fitting that Chandler's here, uh, especially because, you know, the point of this podcast, Chandler, is to highlight youth voices and youth stories. Um, so not only is your voice one that we want to hear from, but also also you are already kind of leading the way in regards to podcasts. Um, you're kind of the one that helped encourage me and um, guide me with a project that you're doing and uh, that's something that i want us to talk a little bit about here in a second but um, uh, you know here we are and uh, we're still in this crazy thing called uh, coronavirus Um, and there's been lots of adjustments to our schedules Uh, specifically for students. I feel like you guys have had a lot of things that have been stopping and starting and restarting. It's been crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's been really hard to find a rhythm, but you um, created this outlet for creative thought uh, and it combined with a passion and it's in the form of a podcast. And so uh, you did this along with a buddy and I just want to kind of hear from you about how this whole thing came into being.
1: Oh, well... A few months ago, especially when coronavirus started, I found myself with a lot of free time, just like many other kids. And one thing that me and my friends love to do, especially my friend Payne, the guy I do the podcast with, is just debating sports. And we could talk about sports and just debate them for hours on hours. So we had the idea to start a podcast. And at first, it was just more of a kind of random idea, see how many episodes we'll do. And then after a while, we just really got into it. And now we've made over 35 episodes. Wow. And... We do it on a weekly basis, and it's just been a great thing to do, and I've enjoyed enjoyed it so much. I mean, I never thought it would be something I would actually do, and then when I took the time to you know just kind of make time to do it, it was. It's been one of the funnest things ever, and it's super. I don't even know. I'd I'd advise it for anyone who's got the creative thought to do it as well.
0: No doubt. Uh, One thing that I love about this is that uh, you know, on the podcast, you guys don't use your real names, and it's kind of in line with the name of the podcast, which I want you to make sure you let everybody know about in case they, like I have, uh, want to get on there and find it on uh, iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you have it. So tell us a little bit about the nicknames you guys use and then uh, uh, well, kind of the content about what you guys focus on.
1: Yeah, so we definitely focus mainly on sports, specifically NFL and NBA. We debate all the games, just all the news regarding it. And um, the name is actually the Whoop and Choop podcast. My friend, Payne, he has had this nickname, Whoop, for a really long time now. It's just been a nickname that actually over like half of our friends call him. And through that nickname, he started calling me Choop. And um, both it's ironically, they both have the word hoop in it, which is like, you know, basketball hoop, which is what people thought it was from. But it was really just his nickname and then him giving me that nickname. And we go call each other that all the time. We were like, we might as well make this the name of the podcast since we call each other that just regularly. So, yeah, that's kind of where it came from.
0: Uh, Well, I got to tell you, I've listened to – I don't want to say that I've listened to all 35. That would be untrue. But I have listened to three of them, and I've plugged into them like when I go on a walk um, by myself or on a road trip. And honestly, you guys do a great job. Um, I'm not a huge NBA basketball guy, but I listened to a couple episodes specifically when the NBA was in the bubble down in Orlando, and it was playoff time. I want to say that uh, it was when – The Lakers were about to square off against the Miami Heat, and you guys were of some debate of who was going to take the series. Can you remind me who you chose to Uh, take the series?
1: I chose the Lakers 100%. And obviously, I ended up being right, but it was almost an obvious choice. I mean, how could I pick against LeBron James, the greatest player of all time, man?
0: Debatable because I still think Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time.
1: That'll be a podcast for another time.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. But LeBron played spectacular basketball. The Lakers did take it. So I give you credit. You know, you you were right. What what are you guys talking about these days?
1: Um, We've mainly been focusing on just the week to week matchups with NFL. We're big fantasy football guys, so we're super in tune with the NFL, and we've been doing a bunch of review on that, and also are just guessing the picks for like the week before, and also we've done a little bit of college football and just NBA news, especially. But NFL has been our what's been big on the podcast yeah, recently.
0: I can't wait to hear uh, your thoughts as a huge LSU Tiger fans, especially oh. following the Florida game. You will and, be. And yeah, I cannot wait. Uh, and what's it been entitled? The cleat?
1: Yeah, him throwing that cleat. I, don't forget what, I forget what they made the joke as, but, I mean, he really gave the whole season away before. Yeah, it right and there. how
0: many how many memes have been made? Out of oh, already? too many, too, too many. Too many. I mean, <laughs> LSU, you know, not having a great season, that made their season. Oh, uh, for sure and it also makes for great material for a podcast but you know one of the things that i love about whoop and choop uh, is that it gives you guys you and your friend a voice um you represent a broader trend um i was sharing with chandler an article about uh podcasts that have been springing up amongst youth everywhere uh one in california uh teenage therapy it gets over a hundred thousand subscribers per episode and they talk about all sorts of issues that have um, been coming up during uh, the pandemic but also in youth culture in general but it's almost as if many youth are struggling or desiring to find a way to be heard Um, you know perhaps from frustration maybe they feel like nobody is listening so from your experience and having found this way to give voice to your creative thought your passions your desires what words of wisdom would you give our listeners about how they might also go and find an outlet for their voice.
1: I would say if there's something that you are passionate about and something you care about doing, don't be afraid to step out and take that kind of like leap of faith to do something different and something you kind of wouldn't expect yourself to do. I never would have thought of myself actually making a podcast. I thought it would just be something I think about doing. But when I actually took the time to do it, it's been one of the most fun and calming and just, it's like my stress relief of the week. It's my favorite thing my highlight of the week and I think for anyone who has a desire like that or other things don't be afraid of what other people may say or just just be yourself and go after things that you are passionate about yeah
0: yeah I, I couldn't agree more I, I, I think finding your passion and somebody once told me uh, your passion is basically the thing that you would do for free uh, mm-hmm. and if you find that passion and you're able to do it one day as a job uh, it's uh, a job that you'll never retire from and that uh, it doesn't matter if it's something that you make a lot of money for or a little bit of money for you continue to do it because you see the difference it makes in you as well as the people around you um, Chandler you're a Christian you've uh, been following Jesus now since I imagine your childhood mm-hmm. um, and so I, I kind of wanted to take this podcast and turn it a little bit towards an aspect of faith. Um, The scripture I want to read is from 1 Corinthians 9, 24. Uh, Within it, Paul says to the church at Corinth, do you not know in a race that many runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Um, So this scripture embodies concepts of the discipline we need to have in faith, the passion we need to have in faith. Um, It also maybe brings to mind people who we look to, whether it's in popular culture or in our churches, that possess that zeal, um, that passion, that we ourselves are inspired to have and long to have. So kind of going within the Whoop and Shoot podcast, who is your favorite NBA player? And what attributes does he possess as that athlete that Paul talked about that wants to run as to, uh, you know, as to win the prize.
1: Um, uh, My favorite NBA player is Joel Embiid. He plays center for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's my favorite player for a while now. And I would probably say the best aspect of his game that would uh, go along with what Paul is saying would be his offensive post scoring. He has like the arguably the best feet in the NBA for a big man. And yeah, I mean, he's unstoppable in the paint and, That's something he's dedicated his time and effort I mean, for, I don't know how long, the last 15, 20 years of his life at being, which is kind of how when you look at Christianity, you have to be devout and be that good Christian all the time, never Mm -hmm. taking a day off, which is something that we find ourselves struggling with sometimes.
0: We do. We all do. Um, Certainly there are some mornings when we get up and uh, maybe the thing that doesn't first come to our mind is uh, wanting to have a prayer, uh, wanting to read our Bibles. It was actually one of the challenges Pastor Will gave us uh, this past Sunday as we talked about joy during Advent season was he said uh, the challenge for you to find your joy is that you have to determine that you're not the center of the universe. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. And so the challenge he gave us, which has been really hard for me, um, was the first thing when you get up in the morning, don't go to your phone, go to your Bible or have a prayer. And I've struggled mightily just like trying to like shift that part of my life and say, hey, you know, I'm not going to go to social media. I'm not going to go to my messages or whatever. I'm going to have a time of prayer as I'm waking up or go to scripture. Um, That's the type of discipline, though, that really does make the difference. So taking Joel Embiid, who is arguably, if not undeniably, the best center in the NBA, Mm -hmm. he also happens to be uh, a Philadelphia 76er, and you also happen to be a huge Philadelphia sports fan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dad. Your dad... Uh, Jeff, born and raised in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and Philadelphia, a great sports city. But, you know, Joel Embiid, he possesses passions, he possesses discipline. How do you think that that could translate what you see in Embiid uh, to pursuing Christ in the life he's calling us to lead?
1: I think just looking at, like I said, how athletes devote themselves to being like the best athlete they can be, and they put all their time and effort into being skilled at what they're doing is just exactly how we have to look at our faith And even when we think it's tough and we feel like not trying, you just have to stay true to your faith and always go back to being, I mean, doing the right thing. And it's it's a lot easier said than done being a perfect Christian and aspiring to be that because like we're told, we're supposed to follow and be as close to Jesus as we can be. And that can get tiring at times, but we just have to remember what we're supposed to do. And
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not only is it what we're supposed to do, but when we do it, is there any better feeling? Oh, no, no. I mean, that peace that we have, the exactly. fulfillment. Um, exactly. You know, so many times we talk about, uh, let's say, youth mission trips or youth camps or uh, youth weekends, and everybody always comments, you know, at the conclusion of that weekend or that week, I feel so full. I feel, you know, my heart's at peace. And you know, after 10 years in student ministry, I'm kind of like, well, yeah, it's actually kind of simple as to why. It's because you've been in the presence of the Lord exactly. all week, and you've been... Um, and just engrossed in the gospel story you've been doing it you've been talking about it you've been praying about it and something yeah within us comes alive Uh, of course you know as well as i do because we've all been there this the struggle is getting back to quote unquote real life yep and then trying to figure out okay how do i how do i replicate this when i've got school uh you also in addition to school and a podcast and family and church you you have a pretty Pretty involved job yeah um so wh- what do you think i mean how wh- what's give our listeners like from the life of chandler um a cheat code or something like that of just an easy way to connect to god amidst all of the busyness of life
1: there's definitely a lot of things in cheat codes you may say and just keeping god at the forefront of your mind and just our everyday lives which can become so hectic and busy. Um, a few things for me is always remembering, like you said, to pray in the mornings and at night. Those two times are like really your, my times, at least, the only time I'm alone, I feel like. So I really like to take advantage of the alone time I get in prayer. Um, Also, we're on our phones 24-7, which is sometimes something we can't help, sometimes something we can. But since we are like that, I like to keep like the remind reminders on my Bible app. I mean, and if I'm just going through my phone, I get a... a like a reminder of a verse, I'm going to click on it and read it and just see what it means to me. And like, when you think about that verse and let it like kind of lay on the top of your mind, it, you can see how it can affect your day. And just the different things, little things like that are big in keeping God at the, like I said, the forefront of our minds, which is what we're supposed to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this has ever happened to you because I use the Bible app too. Um, have they ever given you that rate their Bible app? They say, do you love the Bible app? And it's a yes or no. And it's almost like, well, why Why would you put anything less yeah. than yes? It feels like if it, it's a trick question, right? Like how could you put no? If you put no, just delete the app. It's going to yeah. like redirect you to some other place and it's going to be like, yeah, this person really is a sorry Christian <laughs> 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 or something. But you know, you press yes and then of course you give it yeah, one to five star ratings and what do you like? What do you not like? But yeah, Bible app, super great. And um, I know all the time, I don't, do people still do streaks on social media? Like yeah. with snaps and stuff mm-hmm. like that? People still do that, yeah. Okay, so you know one thing that i've seen in the bible app is you can actually it keeps track of how many days you've consecutively been on it and you can create streaks on the bible app mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe try to break your longest streak that you've had with a friend with connecting with christ who's your best friend i don't
1: yeah that's that's actually something me and my friends did we actually had a um it was like a sports bible study we had on the app and you had to go through and read different verses and it wasn't like all about sports, it was just kind of like the premise of it. But right. And like you had to do it for a week straight and so we could see all the people and if they read like each specific verse. So I think it was like three or four a day, and like you had to give like your little response so we could like hold each other accountable You could like, cheat if yeah. you had to give a response, right? Exactly. So yeah. we could be like, yeah. hey bro, make sure you do this <laughs> and give each other a hard time about there it. There you
0: so go. Yeah. There you go. All right. So yeah, great cheat. Great cheat code on that one. And I, I appreciate it. You got this passion, you're pursuing it now. Um, I've heard through the grapevine i.e. you that maybe you're going to be going to university of south carolina uh, we're over here by the way in uh the promised land which is the state of south carolina i'm, I'm originally from the South land, yes, the sir. promised land right across the river <laughs> i take great um great comfort in knowing that my home state is only just a couple of minutes down the road but um uh you might be headed to the university of south carolina or another one of south carolina's finer uh fine uh, high levels of uh continued education is this something you see like you know, with the podcast, sports, you see pursuing that?
1: Um, I definitely want to take it as far as I can go. I mean, having this podcast has been my favorite hobby. And me and Payne, we love talking about sports. Like I said, we could do it for hours, even if nothing was there to record us. So I don't see why not, especially because me and Payne are both planning on going to USC together. I think he will also go there. And I, I think we'll just keep doing it until
0: like, till if, whenever. I hope so, too. And if you do find yourself continuing this podcast, I hope and pray that Shane Beamer is able to revive University of South Carolina's football program. Because you, if, it's oh, a continu- sure so. if it's a continuance of what we've seen, you ain't going to have much to talk about. But uh, you know,
1: you'll hear some angry South Carolina football podcast. You for sure. probably <laughs>
0: probably will, or just make fun of yourself. I mean, <laughs> yeah. either way, it'll be entertaining. Um, so one thing that I noticed about Whoop and Shoot podcast is that it's highly analytical. That's one reason why I really appreciated it you take the sports stats for minutes played or uh, points made per minutes played. Uh, You break down the stats every single game, block shots, steals. And then that's what you use to make uh, your arguments based on who is the best player. Who's the better team. Who's going to take the series, et cetera. Um, It's not just opinion. Although, I mean, you guys do have your opinion, but it also kind of creates a form of logic uh, towards your approach. So, um, I wanted to give you a couple of stats um, that were uh, brought to uh, our attention. I say our like the church, the America, um, uh, our attention through a study done by the National Study of Youth and Religion from 2004 and 2005. And um, so the stats say that out of all of these people surveyed, only 8 percent of youth uh, specific to youth. Uh, were what they c- classified as highly devoted, meaning that they prayed, read their Bible, attended church, uh, and served in in a significant capacity on a week-to-week basis. so eight percent means there's ninety two percent that aren't highly devoted, which isn't a bad thing, but the study goes on to say that most teens, most most students who, profess Christianity, or they were baptized in a church, they were raised in a church. Um, It's not that they have ill will to the church. They actually kind of see it as something that's very good. Um, They're oftentimes better described as almost Christian because they practice something that the author calls moralistic therapeutic deism, uh, better known as MTD. Moralistic means, yeah, God's just there to help me figure out a good choice that'll help me succeed in life from a bad choice that'll cause me to like screw up my life, uh, therapeutic, uh, God's there to help me when I feel sad and he'll make me happy. And then deism is that there is a God, but I don't necessarily see how he is personally involved in my life and, and guiding me. So as a youth, you're part of this, you know, uh, the statistics here, Uh, help me make sense. Um, what do you think, um, your takes are given these stats, like what are your takes given the stats? What do you think it means for our present? Uh, what do you think it means for our future?
1: Um. Well, to be honest, it, it was actually kind of surprising to hear that only 8% were classified as devout, like good Christians. And I guess it, it really shouldn't be that surprising to me, just how trends have been going and how, you know, no, there's not as many Christians as there once were. It feels like percent wise. And, I don't. I don't really know where I put my finger on it on why that is, but I think as a part of the people who are trying to you know grow the Christian faith and grow our community, I think that says a lot about us as the people who are trying to, like I said, grow it. We need to be better about bringing more people in because that percent. I'm. I could be wrong here. I felt like was higher to more being more devout people. Maybe not drastically, but at least a good few percent. Mm -hmm. And we need to bring that back. And I think the main way we do that is just by welcoming more people in. And there's tons of different ways you could elaborate yeah. on doing that. But I, it is kind of, a, I guess, a sad stat in a way.
0: Why are you saying, yeah, I mean, that's a challenge. But as you're saying it, I'm also kind of thinking well, the way you phrased it, it's also our opportunity, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So not only for people who have never come to church, have never really – heard about Jesus or what it means to have a relationship with them. But honestly, people who are in the church, quote unquote, the capital T, capital C church, the the church global, um, you know, it's our opportunity to say, let's really rediscover um, what it means to follow Jesus on a day to day. Mm -hmm. There was, uh, you know, this theme that we talked about at the beginning of the school year, as we came back uh, from the summer, And we've tried to keep it continued going along the way uh, throughout this fall and now winter. And we'll we'll keep going in 2021, but it it was the way. I don't know if you remember us Mm -hmm. talking about that on Sunday nights, but uh, the way talked about, you know, that faith is greater than just belief. And it's because faith, it is something that uh, informs our daily lives. Uh, It is something that Guides our decisions, it's something that guides our passions, our disciplines. Um, it's this all-consuming fire, if you will. And so, yeah, like you're you're a senior guy, you got a lot going on, you're going to college next year. How how do we keep that fire alive, man? I mean, we we can't leave, we can't lose that fire. We can't just say, Yeah, Christianity is something I believe. It's got to be something we live. How do we live this thing?
1: I think one way big and helping to just continue living this way. It's just who you surround yourself with. Uh, I think a lot of people will kind of make these excuses like, well, if I let these people hang around, it won't affect me. But it really is a true statement when people say you are who your friends are and the people you surround yourself with need to be on the same kind of wavelength and level as you and how you want to maintain your faith. And I think once you do that, it's almost like kind of a glob effect. An amoeba, (laughs) like you can grow your group bigger and bigger until – you know, every single person that you come in contact with, you can tell us how God is like having an impact in their life. And I think that's especially huge in high school when you see there's tons of different big like globs of friend groups and just like people who associate themselves with one another. And the more and more people we bring closer to, you know, living in the way and being devout Christians, the more that just like feeds off onto other people. And I have noticed that, especially with my school and just in with other groups I see, the more and more christians we have surrounding one another the more it just grows and yeah
0: yeah absolutely yeah. That, that reminds me of a proverb i wish i could give you the chapter and verse um but just google it and it'll pop up uh, but but it, it it goes like this a proverb obviously being uh one of the books of the bible in the old testament uh many of them written by solomon others uh being written by various contributors but the, so- the, the solomon says this in this proverb says why the wise walk with the wise but the companion of fools suffers harm. Hmm. So you're talking about that glob effect. Um, it was really interesting analogy. Um, it, you know, whatever glob we're in, it's probably either going to be a wise one or a less wise one. Yep. If we walk with the wise, we get more wisdom. Uh, That's what the proverb says. Um, if we walk with fools, even though we might not agree with them, uh, even might even though we might not do what they're doing, if we're in their presence, the proverb says we will suffer harm. What type of harm? it doesn't really say. I, I can tell you 10 years into student ministry, I've seen all sorts of harm come from those situations, uh, varying degrees of difficulty. Um, so I can just say what Chandler is saying is true. I've seen it come to real life. Um, and certainly who you surround yourself with is key. And that's one of the things where I see our student ministry having a true purpose in that for those people who want to follow Jesus, um, I want it to be one of those Jesus globs, right? Where mm-hmm. people can come and they can know that they're going to be surrounded by uplifting, encouraging people who are also going to be in the way. And they're going to be people they're going to add to their faith walk, not detract from it. it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. A hundred percent. I mean, like I said, it's about who you surround yourself with and you definitely want to be around people who, like you, are trying to grow in their faith and following Jesus Christ as their number one priority. And I think our youth has done a great job of that. I always feel, I mean, just amazing when I'm there. I'm surrounded by Christians who I've grown up with and just people that are continuing to join who I know love God just as much as I do. And yeah, it's I, I want to give you just a Shout out and just a big thanks for all that you've done for our youth. Appreciate Um, it. It's been, you know, different different times, and (laughs) you say the least. (laughs) Yeah, Corona's been something that's for sure. And you've done a really good job of just maintaining the youth and keeping us together, which I've just been forever grateful for.
0: Well, one of the highlights. uh, It's always fun for me to, uh, you know, as a senior like yourself, uh, you know, you're on the down downward slope now. You got basically a semester left. As you were telling me, you don't have to take any exams. Um, it's always fun for me to to keep in my mind one memory that I'll never forget. And so with you, um, the one memory that I'll never forget is at the conclusion of our fall advance day. You know, typically fall advance is an entire weekend. We go off somewhere. We have a great time. Um, you know, take a big bus up there. We're all crammed into the same cabins. Basically all the things you're not supposed to do with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So um, we went to the house of mark and ashley boyd had a great day had an amazing speaker in adrian dupree Mm -hmm. and um sam lawson did a great job leading music well at the end um i can't remember the exact details but there was some challenge where if you guys got so many points in wreck you guys got to throw me in the pool yep which all of you did um but i knew in my heart and mind that when i went into that icy cold water that i was not going to be the only one to get in there so (laughs) i spotted you and uh you know, you didn't fight me too much on it, and so took you into the pool with me. Um, and luckily, for some reason, because I didn't think about it, you had remembered to give someone your phone. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so glad. I wasn't going to do that either. I would just have my phone in my pocket. I was preparing to throw you in because we uh, jousted you in there. But Riley was like, you should take your phone out just in case. I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, shout out to Riley because yeah. that could have been bad.
0: So, yeah, so shout out to Riley. Thank you, Riley, because... Ne- that is one of my favorite memories that I'll always remember about you. Um, however, had your phone been in your pocket, it would have been somewhat soured. So yes. thank, <laughs> thank God it was not. Thank God it was not. Well, Chandler, um, thanks for all you do, man. Um, you're, you've are you been so kind to guide me in these initial steps of this podcast. Um, I want to recommend to you guys, if you haven't listened to this podcast, it's really easy. Whoop and choop podcast. Uh, you find it on what Spotify yeah, Apple podcast Apple podcast anything
1: you listen to podcasts an, or yeah you
0: know. anything there um give it a listen give give our boy Chandler a shout out and some encouragement as he continues to follow this passion and um my question and I've talked to Chandler about this is I can't wait to interview the next person uh, the next student um and figure out what their passion is what's going on in their life and just like you've exemplified for us buddy uh, to give their voice an opportunity mm-hmm. to shine and uh, to be heard
1: yeah well i appreciate you having me on it's an honor um there's definitely going to be a i definitely will see a bunch of students coming onto this and them having a little interview with you definitely be great to see and yeah make sure y'all listen to more episodes in the future on the rise youth ministry podcast
0: boom thanks chandler
1: peace